This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day and welcome to the Farms Vice Podcast with your host, Jack Creswell. Whether you farm it, service it, or just love it, this podcast is for you. We'll bring you the techniques and technologies you can implement into your day straight from the leaders and innovators themselves. Spread the Farms Vice so that we can reach more farmers right across Australia. Follow us on all of your socials at Farms Vice and let's get into this episode. G'day and welcome to this week's Farm Yarns with Gavin O'Brien. Bit of a jumbled up episode this one. We've skipped one and led back into this one, but just making sure that we're getting some good content out there for the farmers wherever you're out there planting, horticulture, whatever you may be doing within agriculture, so that we can get some great content to you as well. So tune in for this one, Farm Yarns with Gavin O'Brien from CNH Industrial. Well, Gav, we had you on earlier on in the week talking about how we can get the most out of our sewing, but some of the people behind listening actually want to know about the psyche. What makes the that guest tick, um, and what sort of drives them? So, in this new segment on the podcast, we're adding some flavour into the mix for the guests and also listeners um, to find out a little bit more about who drives Gavin O'Brien. Oh yeah, yep, uh, that could be interesting. So let's kick it off. All farmers wake up in the morning and whatever, but we all have different routines. So what's your morning routine? My morning routine is first thing I do is I'll look out the window absolutely every day just to see what am I dealing with. If it's rained overnight, I'll walk past the kettle, put it on and straight to the rain gauge. Yep. And that's pretty much what I do every day. 
very similar to a lot of farmers out there, I imagine, with a rain gauge close. Some <laughs> may even have some running electronically that they can get the reader on, but always good to know before going outside. Yeah, exactly. Yep. For yourself in 60 seconds, tell us your first memory you have on farm if this land doesn't keep carrying on. <laughs> well, I would have been pretty young. Um, we had some Suffolk sheep that needed moving. Um, and we had a really good old black dog called Shula. And um, anyway, I was walking along with the sheep and I really, basically the dog was mustering me and the, um, and the sheep. And um, I got to a creek crossing and the ewes went across and there was about eight or 10 lambs, wouldn't go across. And when dad came back to see where I was up to, he spotted me standing in the creek carrying lambs across the creek. So that's what, that's probably my earliest, memory about sheep that's probably why I run both cattle now pretty good memory to have as well and to look back on that as well um I think everyone that has been on a farm whether they're cousins or something don't own the farm directly always yep. can relate to their first memory on farm as one of their yep. best yep and Gav for anyone out there who inspires you maybe um, in the workplace or just personally in Australia or abroad? Without naming names, I, I really admire people who um, are at the top of their game. You know, um, people that are hard to beat. You know, that could be sports people or or um, exhibitors of livestock or just people who have made something their own and taking it to a new level yeah that's a good one and also great to get those top 10 percent primary producers we'll look at for this side but also related yeah. similarities from what makes the best athlete in footy and what makes yep. the best farmer in agriculture and how can we do that is there a best farmer um practice template we're trying to find that on the farms wise podcast yeah yeah i just think success might be an attitude yeah, definitely. I agree with that for sure. Um, yeah. but for yourself, what's a myth you'd like to debunk about farming? It could be about seeding and tillage or machinery. A myth about farming. Probably the way it's perceived yeah. for the outside world. Um, it sort of annoys me when you watch a show and they've got a farmer there with a half-eaten hat and straw sticking out of his mouth. Like, these guys are smart, and I just think that's a poor image yeah i think that image definitely needs to be changed there's actually a few farmers out there with mbas a lot of the younger ones now have a bachelor um and yep. yeah we don't all just wear flannelettes and overalls like everyone depicts a farmer to be yeah going out each and every day just flicking hay yeah exactly i just yeah that doesn't sit well with me because I, I work with people that are pretty brilliant at what they do yeah definitely i like that one of course and one thing, if you could change about Australian agriculture, what would it be? Ooh. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to lower the peaks and troughs of environment. Yeah. You know, like I'd, I'd love it to be a little bit more consistent. Yeah, I think we would love that as farmers as well, that predictability 
of yeah. seasons. It's either one way or the other at the moment in Australia. It's either drought or severe floods um, across the east yeah. coast being battered. It, it, it's a it's sort of it's a tough tough one to play with. Certainly, and we spoke about this in the episode before. But how can we best share expertise on land care for the next generation and maybe even our own generation? Encourage them to be involved. I think you know go to your local football club and say, look, I'll, I'll sponsor you. I'll sponsor your midgets football team or the netball or whatever it is, but I want you guys to come out and help me plant some trees or whatever it is. Yeah, that's actually – that's a pretty good one, actually. I might have to take that. Yeah. So, yeah, we can work with local footy players. Um, yeah. But this is a bit of a tongue twister we have for yourself. If you weren't doing what you were doing, what would you be doing? I would be <laughs> storm chasing in the States. <laughs> I used to watch all those <coughs> videos coming up on Facebook years ago about those storm chasers. They had I, love, I, I, just, I love watching a thunderstorm roll in and that sort of thing. Like it's just I'll, I'll sit outside and um, I could see me doing that. Chasing those big hurricanes in the States as well or are you just going to leave it with the rain? Yeah, no, no chasing them. Chasing him and go, yeah, we've got a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Madman. But for yourself, what's your favorite re- resource to learn from? Experience. Yep. Pulling yeah. on other people's experience. Yeah. Other people's experience that works. Yeah, like seeing's believing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a pretty unique one. And I it'd be a few episodes before we hear that one come along again, I bet. If we do, um, for yourself, are you a bookworm? Do you have any book recommendations of a sort? Maybe just personal development or even just some nonfiction that you've gotten into lately? Not really. I I, I do like reading a good autobiography, you yeah. know, like something that's real, stuff that's happened, the life of someone, you know. <laughs> how they got to where they got to. Like, I don't read a heap. I used to, but um, I like I like reading those sort of things. Yeah, I think yeah. That it can be good to look into the light of some other people. I've read um, Warren Buffett's pretty lately, but ages ago I read Brad Fittler. He was my idol growing up. Yeah. Um, as a Chooks fan as well. Yeah, like I, I, I guess um, – yeah, so someone like Freddie, top of his game, you know, he got there through hard work, whatnot. It's just nice to see where he came from and how he went about that. Yeah. I, I enjoy looking at that that equation. Yeah, definitely. That's a great one. Um, and an interesting question I asked guests, well, not myself, but the previous guest before, what is a question you'd like to ask the next guest without knowing their background or what role they have in agriculture? What would you like to ask them? Um, what part of their, if, they're, if they were a farmer or hypothetically uh, if they were a farmer, I'd like to know what part of their enterprise they like the best. Yeah, that's a good one. Are you ready for the question from the previous guest now? Yeah, okay. What What was your favourite landmark that you've visited? 
my favourite landmark that I've visited. Um, I've, I've seen a few. Um, that's a really hard question. Yeah, um, first, I thought it was an easy one. Then I was trying to think of what I'd been to. Yeah. Um, I was pretty blown away by Banff in Canada, just looking at that mountain range, the Rocky Mountains, I guess. Yeah, that postcard uh, image. Yeah, like it, 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 it's really how you see it on a postcard image, and it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to believe, wow, it's like that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like when you look around where we are, Central West New South Wales, it's hard to see too many places being a postcard, but you probably have to step outside of it. Um, you have I'm to definitely else living yeah. in the Yeah, so I'd say the Rockies, but um. Yeah, if that question for the next guest isn't for a farmer, I'd, I'd just, I'd like to, you know, like him to answer what, what drives them. Yeah. Beautiful. We'll add that into the next episode. Well, Gav, mm. mate, thanks for coming on to this new segment and adding a bit of flavour into the mix on Farmer Chats with Gav O'Brien. Right, no, that's been excellent. Thank you. I wasn't, well, I was a bit, bit nervous. I, um, <laughs> I got nominated by my work colleagues, which was great. So um, that's always good to be thrown under the bus by the work colleagues. Yeah, exactly. But um, no, it's been been great. Thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning in to the Farms Advice podcast. It is produced by Advertise Digital, the agribusiness marketing specialist. Go to farmsadvice.com.au for more information on this episode and the others before and spread the Farms Advice. If you love this episode, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe as it helps other farmers find us too. But until then, next Tuesday, keep on farming. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Farms Advice podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country for Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.